Welcome to your new favourite true crime podcast, hosted by two self-diagnosed psychos and their food babies. Join us each week to discuss the world's most depraved and delicious crimes. I'm Georgia. I'm Shannon. And this is Sinners and Dinners. This week, our tantalising topic is one that ends with a bucket of fried chicken and a dozen strawberries. Not the candy floss or hot dogs, as one would assume for a clown. Today's tale is one that left many with a phobia of clowns. We will be discussing John the Clown Wayne Gacy. Woohoo! I've wanted to talk about this topic forever. Is it clowns that get you going, Georgia? Well, (laughs) it's just the allure of... Something you associate with childhood and innocence. With whimsy. With whimsy being turned so horrifying. Sounds like every start like a shit thing, yeah. to be honest. We, every Disney film ever written. <laughs> with all the dead mums as well. All Disney films with dead mums. Yeah, no, I did a, a shitty little essay on this many, many years ago. Many moons. Many moons when Shannon actually knew her, she had a brain. Um... <laughs> And it was basically, it was to make you, like, it was to give the character a disadvantage that when it got to the end and they got the fairy tale ending, you felt more more happy for them that they succeeded and whatnot. Cute. But yeah, that's, that's why they kill off, chop them off. Mm. John didn't have the most, well, one could say his ending was satisfying, in a way. Well, for many, but maybe not him. Yeah. Um... Can't be as traumatised as us trying to get back in this office today, though, okay. to be honest. Yeah, so <laughs> our, our obsession for this case and our gluttony, um, we decided to get KFC, which will become apparent if you're not aware of the case later on. Um, we decided to go to uh, our local KFC just down the road, forgetting my... Um, office pass for the building we were stuck outside for not too long to be fair i was prepared to sit down in the cold and chow down in the smoking area and she did this poor fella was just walking out unbeknown that out of the corner of his eye georgia was going to be like galloping towards him you to know the, catch have you door. seen get out the movie yeah, yeah the gardener when he's sprinting <laughs> that was essentially me in the fading light of the day sprinting behind this poor man into the building and i was just like running after you with your car keys oh. your handbag and the kfc in me i was like wait <laughs> we did spot the cleaner the office building cleaner we were through trying the window. to flag her down but she didn't have any of it oh, poor soul she's so sweet i didn't want to scare out. the poor woman shout out to the cleaning lady yeah you what you are where the real ones are at <laughs> so should we should we dip into this to this uh, i think that um we should have a little look here at what he looks like um please hit up um instagram sinners and dinners pod to have a look we posted um some stuff from last week's episode if you want to see what this, this cutie looks like, but we also have some photos of John and ourselves. Not the most flattering mind. I, I do go up a couple when you actually see me in person. <laughs> but compared to the other people we have on there, I think we're tens. I'm looking piffing. <laughs> I'm, jo- I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, he's a looker, isn't he, darling? The creepy one with the clown his, in his whole clown makeup, again, which we'll He's get to a bit later. He's got yellow teeth. Like, honey, did you Ugh. not discover Colgate? <laughs> it was it was this it was the I night. know he had a rough yeah. childhood, but his mama did not tell him how to floss. Mm. 
Okay. Can you imagine that coming towards you? Oh. Happy birthday, kids. I'd rather Fuck not. That. I'd be like, Mum, I hate you. I'd disown my mum for life if she did that to me. Ooh. I'm of the wrong gender, but still. Yeah, even without the makeup on. What is that pedo tash? Yeah. Literally. Hi, boys. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> By the way, if we do sound a bit husky, we did have a bit of a laughing slash coughing attack earlier. Um, excuse me. We like to have a bit of a mess around before um, we get on it. It gets our, it gets our creative juices flowing. Like Cordelig was involved. And Shannon's teeth. Yes. <laughs> Check out Instagram. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay. Should we dive in? We should dive in. Take it away, Georgia. Alrighty. <laughs> So, today's subject, John Wayne Gacy, was born in Chicago, Illinois, on March 17th, 1942. Another male Pisces who's a serial killer. Just like Joe, we're sensing a theme. I'm seeing a trend. Yeah. I'm seeing a trend. Look, girls, if you hit up a guy and he's like, I'm a Pisces, duck and dive. Hit it and quit. Hit it and quit. We're two for two on male Pisces serial killers. Everyone talks shit about Geminis. Listen. I don't trust a Gemini. Listen. Sorry, Georgia. Listen. I think Ted Bundy was a Gemini, actually. Of course he was. We'll get to it. Okay. Gacy was the second child and only son of John Stanley Gacy, the father, and Marion Elaine Robinson, his mother. His father was an auto repair mechanic and World War I veteran, and his mother was a homemaker. Gacy was of Polish and Danish ancestry, and his family was Catholic. Big up Catholics. I'm also Catholic. Fun fact. I'm absolutely nothing. I never did communion, you know. Well, <clears throat> I feel like if I was... If I was religious and, and I was, then I would be shunned. Because I live a colourful lifestyle. <laughs> Tell a lie. I did do communion once at, like, Easter service at our school. Um, and I didn't care about the, like... The, the God stuff, I was just in it for the wine. Because um, why else would you do communion when you're 13 years old? Anyway, um, he was close to his mother and his other two sisters, one older, one younger, but he endured a difficult relationship with his father, who was physically abusive, he was an alcoholic, he abused his wife and children. Again, like our last week's episode, like Joe Metheny, we see a theme here with abusive and absent fathers. His father would often belittle John, calling him dumb and stupid, comparing him unfavorably with his sisters. Depressingly, one of Gacy's, his earliest childhood memories, was being beaten with a leather belt for accidentally, I think, dropping or misplacing some car parts that he was working on with his father and he was like he's a child that's why, madness why is he working on a car the roughest thing i experienced is when i swore and i used to get soap in the mouth but to be fair <laughs> it did need cleaning i mean i basically cry with stress when i have to refill my own windshield wiper fluid so i can't imagine being this child trying to help you have you ever like your dad's made you like hold the torch to fix something. Yeah, I used like, to be out with my dad all the time fixing the car, you know. Proper tomboy me. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I did. I liked it. But I can't. I don't think it kind of takes the fun out of it if you, you're like, oh shit, if I drop that spanner, it's going to be around my head. Yeah. Not too hot. Takes the fun out of the DIY. <laughs> 
So Gacy's mother did try to shield him from um, her husband's abuse. Oh, which really well done job there. <laughs> she, she tried, but it only resulted in accusations from his father that he was a quote-unquote sissy and mama's boy who would probably grow up queer. Well, uh, despite this mistreatment, Gacy apparently still loved his father, but felt he was never good enough in his eyes, which... Slight disclaimer. We're not saying that if you ever got beat up by your dad, always called a sissy, that you would be queer. Okay, it's your choice and be happy who you are. But just a disclaimer, we're not suggesting that that is the reason he did things later on in life. Absolutely not. And he, he had sisters in his house too. His sisters don't turn into serial killers. I'm not... It's the Pisces. It's the <laughs> Pisces, male Pisces. We need to make anti-male Pisces merch. That Y chromosome does not mix with Pisces. <laughs> there was something in the stars those days. There was something up there. God damn. So in 1949, when Gacy was still young, um, his father was informed that his son and another boy, another friend, had been caught sexually fondling a young girl. I was about to be like, I thought you were going to say they fondled each other, and I was about to be like, let them live their life. And then you went on, I was like, no, do not live your life. So when his father found out, he whipped him with a razor strop, which I had to Google. It's a kind of long leather strip, which is used to like polish razors. It kind of looks like a, you know, those kind of wooden paddles, but leather and it would hurt like a bitch, kind of like a big belt. Everyone likes a bit of pain, but that does not sound (laughs) enjoyable. So in the same year that this um, assault on this young girl occurred, a family friend and contractor, so a grown man, would sometimes molest Gacy in his own truck. Gacy never told his father about this. Um, he was afraid that his father would blame him for being assaulted. God, his dad sounds like a massive dick. Which his dad probably would have, because he was a wanker. Honestly, he is a proper wrong one. <sighs> what a twat. <laughs> So Gacy was an overweight and unathletic child um, and due to a heart condition he was unable to kind of participate in physical activities at school. He couldn't go to PE class. He wasn't he wasn't really roughhousing and running around with his friends. Ain't no one stopping me. Well, back in the day, obviously not very much now, but back in the day I used to love PE. Especially in primary school. Rounders. Rounders oh. was the one. Nah, I hated rounders. Oh, I loved rounders. I only liked it when they brought out the tennis bat for it, though. Ain't no one getting nothing with that little round thing. <laughs> I love a good long jump. Oh, yeah, we have so much money. Let me just long jump. You don't you <laughs> long didn't do, jump. You didn't do long jump. Yeah, but no one enjoyed long jump. Long jump, jump was fun. And javelin. That was fun. That was only because you were a little bit psycho. Okay. Wanted to okay. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's bring this up now that we're on the topic. We implore our viewers to take the Levinson, I think, self-assessment test. Or it's something like that. It's a psychopath test, essentially. And we kind of encourage all our colleagues to do it as well. And me and Shannon did get, I think, some of the highest. We score. were the highest. We were the highest yes. out of everyone. But Hence, we had opposites. That's what shocked we me. We did. We were so opposite. I think, what what was the primary? There, there were two. So mine was, I was 98 in the law-breaking. Mm-hmm. The law-breaking one, which really speaks volume for my past um um, and i scored quite low on the empathy one like i did quite well on that one i think Mm. i got like 40 so i'm i'm empathetic Mm. i just don't give a shit about the law apparently (laughs) 
Um, whereas Georgia was opposite. She um, got quite high in not actually giving a shit about people. <laughs> hey, okay. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I care. She cares, but in her own way. Yeah. And I follow the law. Absolutely. Anyway, so when Gacy was in fourth grade, so God knows what that is, let's say year five. Why not? Um, <laughs> he began to experience blackouts. Um, he was hospitalized on occasion because of these episodes. And in 57, um, he was hospitalized because of a burst appendix. Gacy later estimated that between the ages of around 14 to 18, those kind of four years, he spent between them about a year in hospital and attributed to his bad grades in school. Although his father would even openly say he believed Gacy was kind of faking his illnesses just to get sympathy. And you know what? Maybe he was. Not that I'm saying he, you know, I don't want to call him a liar, but even if he was faking these, it was clearly for a reason. It was clearly to get... Maybe his parents' attention. He wanted sympathy. He wanted love. He wanted to be cared for. And how is that surprised. wrong? If you if you have a dad that genuinely you could be a bit of shit on a shirt and he still wouldn't care, um, you've got a, like children are very absorbent. They they need a lot, and if they don't get it from somewhere, they try to find it somewhere else. You'll find it a lot. Like um, having previously worked in a school myself, um, the children that sometimes didn't get the didn't get the best at home. Mm. They craved it in in the classrooms and, and places more because they knew they could get it more around the people that are more sympathetic. And obviously people like nurses and like teachers and stuff, they're meant to be caring. That's that's why they tend to go in those professions. So he probably just expected to have a bit more, just a bit more love probably. Mm. Just a bit of TLC. Yeah. Didn't work though, did it? <laughs> right. <laughs> so... One of um, Gacy's friends um, in high school recalled um, a few instances where his father would abuse Gacy in f- like openly in front of people. He remembered um, one year in 57, the same year he had his appendix burst, poor, poor kid. He, um, he witnessed Gacy's father coming out from the basement drunk. Um, beginning to belittle and assault his son for no apparent reason. His mother tried to intervene, and as her son simply put his hands up to defend himself, um, he he never struck back at his father. He seemed to, like, even if he maybe physically was able to, he, he never, I think he was just scared, scared dead of him. In 1960, at age 18, Gacy actually became involved in politics. He worked as an assistant precinct captain for the Democratic Party candidate in his neighbourhood. This led to more criticism from his father, who accused his son of being a patsy. I, for the life of me, don't know what a patsy is. Isn't that like a burger? <laughs> That's a patty. Oh, you're <laughs> such a patsy. Isn't that a character in Greece or something? No, I think that's also patty. Oh! <laughs> Patty, oh god, listen, listen to my accent. It's <laughs> you want a patty? <laughs> patty? Let's just say it's something derogatory, so it probably was. It's probably the same as a sissy. Mm. So, the same year Gacy started getting involved with politics, his father, actually kind of out of character, bought him a car, believe it or not. Um, he kept the vehicle in his own name until Gacy had finished paying it off, fair enough. Um, these monthly payments took years to 
to clear, and his father would confiscate his keys if he didn't pay on time. Gacy purchased an extra set of keys after his father confiscated the original set, um, pretty sneaky of him. In response, his father removed the distributor cap, which I assume is like a fuel cap, right? think so something like that we don't know cars i said i cry over filling up my windshield wiper fluid so i can't actually drive i really don't know (laughs) um he kept this car part thing for three days away from gacy um and eventually he did put it back and being that psycho that you're like i'm so annoyed that you're gonna take your cap off your car he's not even like taking his car he just take a bit of the car so he can't drive oh it's so passive sit there and look at it yeah when his father finally replaced the cap very shortly after gacy peaced out and drove to las vegas you would wouldn't you i don't know if i'd go to las vegas though what are you gonna do there showgirl (laughs) yeah Go marry Elvis or no? No, Elvis Mar- married. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the one. <laughs> so he found work within the ambulance service um, before he was transferred to work as an attendant at the Palm Mortuary. Dead people. Mm-hmm. I see dead people. <laughs> Dream job. Um, he was uh, he was working as a mortuary assistant and he actually slept in the mortuary on a cot behind the embalming room. He was definitely part of that seventy-five percent. <laughs> Do you want to talk, what, specify what the um, 75% so is? A few years ago, I, um, I came across a study to do with uh, uh, funeral directors and mortuary assistants. And apparently, um, on an anonymous uh, survey, 75% declared that they have touched a dead body in an inappropriate way. Um, so just, just remember that when you make your decision on where you're going to go. <laughs> You might be part of that 75%. Well, I think he just might. Um, So he worked at this mortuary for about three months. He'd obviously see the um, morticians um, embalming bodies and became very interested. Um, He later confessed that one evening while he was working alone, he'd clambered into the, the casket of a teenage male, deceased, obviously. Um, He embraced and caressed the body um, before he experienced some kind of shock and and had to had to bounce, but like caressing, I just what was he doing? I, him like booze, like long. giving him a massage. What what does that mean? Let me caress your very very stiff body. Caress. <laughs> it's a very Victorian word, isn't it? So we don't really quite know what he was doing. I just think it's like it's meant to be like quite a nice, mm. cla- like the classy way to touch mm. someone. He's just like, yeah, let me fondle this body. <laughs> mm. So he said he experienced shock after doing this. Well, you, you w- wouldn't you have shock just thinking about it? Yeah. Like, it does, you ain't got to get, like, in the nicest way. You, you don't go balls deep and then, like, oh, oh. shit, shocked. Yeah. Oh, don't know what I'm doing. How'd I get here? Oh, I fell. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> very cold <laughs> like it's not exactly the most moistest place it to go. really isn't so he was freaked out i guess as you would be so I think he's just like like any um how old was he at this point teenager um, early 20s boy who was scared he called his mum and uh, what did you do oh you're right mum yeah just thought i'd let you know i'm a little bit freaked out oh why did you say that oh well well, I was just at work and I thought about just fondling some dead bodies and then I just got a bit scared about it. <laughs> what kind of conversation must that have been? I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Oh, I kind of do. 
<laughs> I do know that he asked if his father would be okay if he returned home. His father agreed, and the same day he drove back to Chicago. Clearly that caressing had some kind of, you know, impact on him. Yeah, he thought, well, let me go and do it some more. <laughs> <laughs> so, upon returning home, Gacy enrolled at the Northwestern Business College, despite he actually didn't even graduate high school. Must be nice to get into a college without even graduating high school. I just had messaged one of mine once. I was like, can I come? And they were like, yeah. <laughs> say, say two people talking shit, neither of which have graduated university. <laughs> I tried twice. You did try. You did try. I gave it a good go. You I gave did. it a good run, but it just wasn't for me. I'm not smart enough. I'm, I'm just not cut out for it. The brains aren't there. <laughs> I didn't even go. So, you know what? Good for him for trying. So he graduated from the business college in 1963 and took up a management position with the Nun Bush Shoe Company. Nun Bush. <laughs> Is your nun got a bush? <laughs> you, they could rename Veet that. You know that Veet cream? What, Nun Bush? Yeah. There's no bush down here. <laughs> so in... um. 1964, the shoe company transferred him out to Springfield, Illinois, um, to work as a salesman and eventually promoted him to being a manager of his department, climbing up in the world. In March of that year, um, he became engaged to a co-worker named Marilyn Myers. I love the name Marilyn. I thought we batted for the other team. We haven't got there yet. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's... So during their, well, while they were dating, Gacy joined the local JCs, which I had to do quite a bit of Googling for because it was stated very flippantly in, in the sources I looked for. Okay, it's, it, it's a nickname for the Junior Chamber of Commerce, a civil organization for businesses and community leaders. It sounds, sounds fucking boring. It really sounds fucking boring. Honestly, just, just you telling me the name, I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So um, he worked tirelessly for them, and he was named a key man in April 1964. So basically, he just got mugged off. Kinda. Yeah. So in the same year, he had his second homosexual experience. I don't really know what they're referring to the first as. Maybe the probably the dead body. Yeah. I I suppose. So um, according to Gacy, one of his um, his co-workers in the in the JCs plied him with alcohol and invited him to spend an evening on the sofa um and you don't uh, uh, just i uh, really you want not if someone was like take this tequila I'd be like yeah boys but if they go oh come stay on my sofa but like, you want to get me knickknacks and nah <laughs> nah so his colleague um performed oral sex on him while well, at least he got the best side of it well they were both drunk um and by 1965, Gacy had risen to the position of vice president of the Springfield JC. I'm a VP. And he was also named the third most outstanding JC in the state of Illinois. And not, I can't imagine there were many. I, as much as you it keep being like, as oh, fuck. yeah, he's, a, he's still boring. It's, it's, it's so boring. It's so boring. Like, oh my God, I'm the vice president of the JCs. And I'm like, what? Surprisingly, for a very boring organisation, we get to some pretty juicy stuff a bit later, so so hang on tight. So after about a six-month uh, relationship, Gacy and Marilyn Myers married in September 1964. 
Marilyn's father purchased three KFC restaurants in Waterloo, Iowa. Who does he think he is, Kanye West? Which sounds like a sweet deal to me. Like it's like, oh, happy engage or happy wedding. Here, have three fast food restaurants. Yes, I would please. be no good. I would eat all the food and there'd be nothing left. <laughs> I'd have nothing to sell. I'd jump from one to the other. I'd be like, oh, I've run out of ice cream here. I'm just going down to the one down the road. Oh. So they ended up, um, Gacy and his wife, um, relocated to Waterloo, Iowa, where these restaurants were to manage them. He opened up a quote-unquote club in his basement where his employees would drink and play pool. Although um, he did, obviously, um, it's a kind of fast food, it's kind of a normal kind of teenager job for, for young kids getting first started with work. Um, he did, although only, socialise with the young men in his basement and Gacy gave many of them alcohol before he made sexual advances on them and well, if it's they, the way he's been taught yeah and if they kind of like kind of push him off and kind of like reject him he essentially says oh it's, it's just it's just a joke I was just testing your morals it, it was just a joke I've just put your pants down oh don't worry darling I'm only joking it's only a joke yeah I say that all the time when I try and get people naked and yeah. they're like no Shannon and I'm like I'm just it's just a joke. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so despite that, these little um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Indiscretions. Mm, in, in the basement, Gacy's wife gave birth to a son in February 1966 and a daughter in March 1967. Gacy would describe this period of his life as perfect, which great. He's got a new job. He's being kind of creepy, but. He's, he's getting away with it. He, yeah, but he has kids. He's got a nice son. His father even um, got in touch and actually apologized to him for the abuse he put him through of his child and said, son, I was wrong about you and shook his hand. Here, have a Snickers. Let's put it under the bridge. Yeah, sorry for beating you and causing you I'm years of emotional so trauma. I'm sorry that I used to absolutely humiliate you. Let's just, just brush it under the carpet and worry about it. I would literally be like, fuck you get away from my children yeah i don't know about you but i just i'd be like nah mm. i ain't buying it no unless you're bringing me something something proper if you want to buy me a house maybe we'll talk about it but at least three though but my wife's dad got us three yeah, I'd like, we got three kisses when we got married what are you giving me five or nothing <laughs> So in Waterloo, Iowa, where they moved, Gacy kind of joined a local JC's chapter, if you remember. He was in There's one. More. I know. There's but... more. So um, he would offer, like, he would work extended hours for them. He worked overtime. He was already working between 12 and 14 hours managing the three KFCs. You've got a kid, man. Two. You've got two kids. So clearly he really, he was in this I club. I get that. I just... Like, I'm all for working, I'm all for earn, earn those peas. But if you've got a family, man, just go just chill with them. Like, go take them out to the park, I don't know. Take them to the KFC for some food. Do you want to hear something creepy? He would insist um, to his other um, employees at the, at the restaurants to call him Colonel. Ew! <laughs> <laughs> don't call me John, call me Colonel. Call me Colonel. Call me Colonel. <laughs> No. Uh, did they? Apparently. Mate, if so, oh no, if I had a guy be like, yeah, call me, call me boss. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> so here's me, um, here's uh, 
possibly what maybe drew Gacy to, to this to this this club. Um, he he eventually got put on the board of directors for the JCs, and um, him and other members were also deeply involved in wife swapping, prostitution, pornography, and drug use. Mate, just pop your bowl, your keys in that bowl. <laughs> Let's go swinging tonight. It's like, where does that fit into the junior chamber of commerce? Like, what is... Oh, because it's... Maybe... It's, I'm white and I'm privileged, so we can just do what we want. Maybe they were so bored. They were just so bored that Georgia, this is what when they I get bored. To. I don't, I don't shove some keys in some bowl and I'm like, let's switch it up a bit. I'm like, fuck it, give me some fucking Cheetos and let's watch Netflix. <laughs> I'm like, no, you don't get bored. Paint by numbers. Do something normal. Take your kids out. Yeah. So here's where it kind of starts to go downhill. Not that it was going well before this point. So in August of 1967, Gacy um, sexually assaulted a 15-year-old named Donald Voorhees. Um, He was actually the son of a fellow JC member. Oh, that ain't going to go down too well. Yeah, it didn't. Um, So Gacy lured Donald to his house, um, promising him... um, a heterosexual stag film. I just assume a stag film is kind of just like a normal straight. Hey, come on, watch my heterosexual stag. Yeah, but that's even that. He's he's fifteen. If I was fifteen, and I was at one point, believe it or not, <laughs> um, if someone was like, "Come watch my heterosexual film," I'd be like, "No." what Pornhub's for. I just watch it at home. It was 1967. Yeah, but still. Find a magazine or something. Do it with your dad. I don't know. Draw a picture. <laughs> don't be going with some weird man. Some yeah. old weird man. Being like, yeah, this is... G- we'll watch it together. Mm. What are you playing, Soggy Biscuit? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? So Gacy plied Voorhees with alcohol. Um, he They, they watched this straight porn movie together and then um (laughs) stop (laughs) and then um he persuaded or persuaded is a word i'd say kind of forced him um, yeah to engage in mutual oral sex of Um, course it had to be mutual yeah he'd say he said to donald's is that you have to have sex with a man before you start having sex with women Um, whose fucking rule is that um last time i checked john that's not it's not particularly a thing. Yeah. Like, if you want to, you go ahead and do it as long as it's consenting. Um, then fine. But I, I don't think that's a rule. I'm not, I don't think that's like, wait, before you go near my nunny, you've got to go near the bum. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> do you know what I did hear? I heard this funny thing. It's like, you know, when someone's like, oh, your stripper name is the name of your first pen of street you grew up on, whatever. We live in England. We have weird street names. That doesn't work for us. Um, but I heard another one, which is your stripper name is the name you called your genitalia as a child and then your grandmother's maiden name. Oh, I don't know what my grandma's name, maiden name is. Oh, it's something boring. But it would be Fooey something. Fooey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember I was talking to my mum um, a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about just me as a kid it's a bit weird um and we were talking about the swimming pool because um I grew up swimming a lot like I really love swimming um and and I did it from a really early age my mum was like oh it used to make me laugh and I was like what and she was like well you'd come out of the changing room stark naked (laughs) 
um, and and put your hands like over your over your top half. And I'll be like, what are you doing, Shannon? She was like, oh, I'm just covering my nip nips. <laughs> my mum was like, yeah, you're covering your nip nips, but your nunny's full on out. <laughs> absolute pure class, love. Absolute pure class. <laughs> I haven't changed a bit. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Okay. Yeah, moving on to more horrific things. <laughs> good segue there. Um, Just a bit of a light antidote to, yeah. to move us on. Lighten the mood. So over the following months after this assault on Donald, he um, abused several other youths in a similar way. Um, one, one occurrence, strangely, Gacy would encourage this boy to have sex with his own wife um, mm. before blackmailing him into performing oral sex on him. Um, he'd trick several teenagers into believing, this is insane to me, that he was commissioned to conduct homosexual experiments in the interests of scientific research and would pay them up to £50 each. What are you trying to research? Whether the bum feels not? What are you researching, honey? uh, Get your chops round my bits. And it's research. Absolutely no victim blaming. Absolutely no victim blaming. No, absolutely. But I'm not, the audacity him to get away yes, with something like I don't, that. I don't think this is maybe saying that people believed this. It was just I can he kind was of see it said. back then. Like society, um, there was a lot of if someone saw, if you saw someone of authority, mm. you were more inclined to believe what they were saying. So I, I can kind of get why they believed what he was saying. Um, but the fact he just had the audacity to walk out there and start saying this shit, like, yeah, today I'm like, doctor, I'm like, no. It was up to $50 as they. well. Up to 50 He paid him. He paid him. He paid him. Well, he tried to. Yeah. Up to $50. Not over. Up to 50 I was about to be like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to use the let's, let's do this for research line. But um, I'm not paying. <laughs> and it's like, have you seen him? not i'm not with him <laughs> no. well he's dead but <laughs> spoiler yeah <laughs> um but no oh Ooh, like yeah. oh can you just imagine like some young young kids in his prime having a fondle with some saggy ball bags <laughs> oh god i'd no, rather not honestly my heart goes out to these people like as much as like we have i know we make a fun and joke of it but it is serious what, what was occurring. Sometimes I just think you need to make, not make light of it, but because it's such a heavy topic, we need to kind of like yeah. not put it so heavy on ourselves. For so that's our why own we, sanity to, to cope. For that 98 and 96%. <laughs> hey, you're 98, I'm 91. Let's get this straight. Oh. You're higher. Okay. Okay, <laughs> right. So... In March 1968, so about six-ish months later, Voorhees um, reported to his father that Gacy had sexually assaulted him. Um, His father immediately informed the police, good, um, and they arrested Gacy and charged him with performing oral sodomy on Voorhees. um, So does that mean he was going down on him? I don't know. Because I always think the Not charge... Not that it makes it any worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I often think the charge of sodomy is just kind of weird. It's like, it's just rape. Just call it rape. I don't understand why they have to have another name for it. He was also charged on the attempted sexual assault of a 16-year-old called Edward Lynch. So They're all, got, they're all boys. Yeah. I just want to know how the fuck he got a wife. 
like Jesus. I can't even get a husband. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're out here like not okay. Oh, it's not enough for me. And I'm not saying oh, you gotta be straight. If you want to go out and be with men, be with men. Just I of do, age. Yeah, I understand it was the '60s societal societal norms, whatever. But consenting people exist, Gacy. Find them, Jesus. Not find, children. Find the glory helpers. Oh, okay. Um, so when he was um, in custody, he actually took a polygraph test. And the results indicated he was nervous while he denied um, all of these um, these charges relating to the men. Um, he also publicly denied any wrongdoing, said their charges against him were politically motivated because he was so high up in the government. Oh, because you're like the GC. He's in a JC. club. <laughs> oh, we're in the JC. Like, of course I'm important. Hun, you are not the president. No one gives a shit. No one even knows what club this is. Yeah. So um, Voorhees Sr., so Donald's father, um, had previously opposed Gacy's nomination for appointment to the president of the Iowa JCs. So he believes that was one of the, he, well, he said publicly thinks, oh, I didn't sexually assault his son. I want to be president. He doesn't want me to be. And that's why he's making this whole thing up. Mm, it's uh, a bit of an extreme. I would just pan around and tell, tell everyone you had a turd in the middle of the street. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, you raped my son. Yeah. They're a bit extreme. A little bit. So fellow JCs um, found Gacy's story credible, actually, and rallied to his support. Oh. Um, luckily, he was still um, convicted um, on in 1968, May, of the sodomy charge. But still, like, come on. White, white old men in it. It really is. On August 30th, 1968, Gacy persuaded one of his employees, an 18-year-old named Russell Schroeder, to physically assault... Like the cat? Schrodinger's, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> to physically assault Donald Voorhees again um, in an effort to discourage the boy from testifying against him, Gacy promised to pay Schroeder $300... He agreed, and in early September 68, um, Lord Voorhees to an isolated park, sprayed mace in his eyes and beat him. Nice. Like, this kid hasn't gone through enough already. God, you've just thrown my toys. I couldn't even have just been like, look, I'll buy you some Lucky Charms, like. <laughs> but that worked on you. Yeah, props. Just take the marshmallows out. Shut up, that's the best part. Can I eat them? Why? Oh, mm. they've got dirt in them, yeah. haven't they? Oh. Uh. Um. Shut up. You're so mean to me. <laughs> you love it, though. You love it. Luckily, Voorhees escaped and um, reported the assault to police. Luckily, um, he was able to identify Schroeder as his attacker, and he, they arrested him the following day. While he initially denied involvement, um, Schroeder soon confessed to um, the assault, um, indicating he'd only done so at Gacy's request. Um, police arrested Gacy and laid an additional charge of hiring Schroeder to assault and intimidate the um, the victim. So on September 12th, Gacy um, went through a psychiatric evaluation at the psychiatric hospital of the He's University not of Iowa. Challenged. He's a dick. My mother went to the University of Iowa for like a month. Uh, and then what? She hated it, so she left. Where did she go? Luther College. Also in Iowa. She was in a sorority. Uh, and we got to get my sorority ring. And she thought they were all bitches. So she left. So she left again. She le- no, she, the, she was in a sorority in the first one. She ah. hated it. 
and peace. Big up. Right. Um, so two doctors examined Gacy over a period of 17 days before concluding he had an antisocial personality disorder. And what do we know antisocial personality disorders to be known as, Shannon? Psychopaths. That's correct. Psychopathy and sociopathy. And they believed he was unlikely to benefit from any kind of therapy or medical treatment. And they didn't think to lock him up and throw the key away? They, they said his behavior pattern was probably likely to bring him into repeated conflict and continue to reoffend. But they did conclude he was mentally competent to stand trial. So the doctors did their job in that part. They believed, they, they wrote this report. They're like, okay, he's clearly disturbed, but he is not insane in a you know, clinical sense. So we believe he can stand trial. Um, and this is um, actually a quote from some of the doctors who um, assessed him at this time. They said... Evaluated. Evaluated, uh-huh. They said, the most striking aspect of the test results is the patient's total denial of responsibility for everything that has happened to him. He can produce an alibi for everything. He presents himself as a victim of circumstances and blames other people who are out to get him. The patient attempts to assure a sympathetic response by depicting himself at the mercy of a hostile environment. Which is bullshit. I just, I get that he's a psychopathic tendencies, um, but it, uh, yeah, I get it, isn't it? Not that it's not an excuse, um, but yeah, if he's antisocial, he still went and had a wife, he had children, he joined clubs, and fit in there all right, Mm. he just did bad shit i think i think a lot of it comes down to repressing a lot of yeah home hope like homosexual homosexual like repressing his sexuality desires yeah and that's come on like i don't know about you but i couldn't repress it it would kill me Mm mm-hmm yeah it's all right to get down and dirty (laughs) with whoever but uh, unless unless they're of age and consenting be of age be of age and saying yes please do Maybe without the please. But, yeah. Um, it's funny because <laughs> I have a funny story. Not about consent, but just just one that popped into my head. Um, I had a couple of friends a couple of years ago. Um, <laughs> story to this day still makes me laugh. Um, and we'd all gone to this party. Because um, it was cool back then, you know, before you're 18 and could actually go out. Um, and... I'd gone downstairs and I'd, we all stayed, kind of stayed at this party um, and I was sleeping downstairs and my friend was upstairs with one of my other friends. Apparently they were like kissing and stuff and getting me heated and she said that she was just sat there and he ran his hand up her leg and like stopped and went, can I? And she was just like, no. (laughs) And I just, if you, if you met the people I'm talking, like the guy I'm talking about, it's just, it's so funny and i remember saying to him because not that he had a bit of a crush on me but i think yeah, i think he wanted to try like don't blame him jokes um, <laughs> and he said like we were talking i was like, oh anyone can get me anyone can get me for a packet of sherbet lemons i said I do, I do love sherbet lemon no you can't have me for a packet of sherbet lemons but it was just a joke and um the next day <laughs> he came in with sherbet lemons shut so. up no, but it gets bad. He didn't give me the whole packet. Now he gave me one. <laughs> and he thought I was worth one sherbet lemon. And he was just like, here you go. And I was like, I wouldn't have done it for the packet, but I'm certainly not going to do it for the 
Oh, the one. No. Oh, he he was a funny funny sausage. Um, <laughs> honestly. Literally. Can I? No. <laughs> Uh, he asked though. Yeah, and it's good that he asked. Yeah, absolute mood killer. Um, because I think she would she would have gone through with it if he hadn't sounded creepy yeah. when he asked. Because he didn't just be like, "Look, are you sure?" It was a, "Can I?" Can I? With like the head twist and oh, everything. Oh no! Like, yeah, it wasn't the one. <laughs> On the 7th of November, 1968, Gacy pleaded guilty to one count of sodomy in relation to his assaults on um, Donald Voorhees. He, however, pleaded not guilty to the charges relating to other boys that he'd molested around the same time. He said Voorhees had offered himself to him and that he'd acted out of curiosity. Um, His story was not believed, luckily, and he was convicted of sodomy and on December 3rd, 1968, he was sentenced to 10 years imprisonment. I think it's a a pretty good length of time. Um, He served at the Anamosa State Penitentiary. Um, The same day he was sentenced, his wife petitioned for divorce. Good girl. And it took you this long? I know. I can't believe she... As soon as it came out, I'd be like, nah. Yeah. Nah. Well, even when we go back and that, that thing where it was like, oh, when he got young boys to sleep with his wife and then slap yeah. him up after. She it would have been a bit of a warning bell to me. I'd have been Some, like, hmm. Something was going on. Hmm. This doesn't float with me. Mm. So um, in the divorce, she requested that she'd be awarded with their, with their home, um, the sole custody of their two children and alimony which for our non-American followers is kind of like a monthly, it's kind of like child support, but um, not necessarily. I think it can go on even after kids are 18. It's just like if you kind of want or need more money, then you'll Give me the peace. Paid by the spouse, which... Which is fair play. Yeah. You made them too. Luckily, the court ruled in his wife's favour. Um, and the divorce... Did she end up with the KFCs? Probably. Or maybe she didn't want to kind of associate KFC with him. Can see that, but she could have sold them and got the money. Nah, I definitely would have kept him. Like, can you think about the amount of people that would have been running to there to get their mm. zinger towers? <laughs> Which I had this afternoon. Um, was it delicious? Delicious. It was really delicious, especially with the with the stress leading up to it. Thinking I would have had to have it on a cold, wet picnic bench outside in the dark. So, because I'd locked us out of the building. Yeah, that was pretty traumatising. <laughs> I was a bit fearful. So, um, after the divorce was finalised in September of 69, nice, um, Gacy never saw his first 69. wife or children again. It's not even his children? Nope. Never saw them? Never again. What? Good for, good for them. Well, good for them, but... They don't know what he was doing. Well, they do now. Yeah, I don't think. And I'd if if be you're if you're their mother, and you may know about some of the iffy stuff, but maybe you didn't know about this full-on sodomy charge and all this hiring a boy to intimidate the witness. You may not have known all the details, and once that's come out and he's being formally accused and sent to prison for ten years, you're like, mm, I'm a bounce. I completely understand that. Plus, when you think about it, his kids were like, what, four or five? They were, they were very young. Um, by the time he got out of prison, they would have been old enough to have it explained yeah. what he had done. So mm-hmm. they probably didn't want to know him either. That's fair. Yeah. 
So during his incarceration in the Anamosa State Penitentiary, um, he kind of acquired a, a good reputation in there. Um, he, within months, he would rise to the position of head cook in the kitchen, all right? Had his experience in the KFCs, obviously. He also joined the fucking inmate JC chapter. Oh, not <laughs> this again. <laughs> and he increased its membership from 50 to 650 men in less than 18 months. Do we know it's not a cult? Do we know it's not a cult? It just sounds like a bunch of small-minded, small-penised men getting together to make their egos feel a bit better. Like, what do they do? They sit. And they talk and kind of a bit low with <laughs> um, Oh no. And they're just like, I just bought myself a Porsche today. Oh, wow, I bought this. I just bought myself some like, It's just a who can do the better thing. Oh my God, I bought this new lawnmower and my lawn is yeah. so sick. I guess when you're, when you're in prison, you don't have much to do anyway. But when you get out, get, come on. Um, although get he, hobbies. he tried to increase... Um, uh, kind of activity in his fellow inmates' daily lives. He oversaw the installation of a mini golf course in the prison. Must be fucking oh, nice. Oh, okay. Must be oh, nice. I'm just gonna go to prison for ten years. Don't worry, I'll just do some mini golf. I love mini golf. I want a mini don't golf course. Ta- I don't. I have to pay for mini golf. Yeah. Why don't I just go get myself locked up to go and play mini? Fuck off. No. You no. raped a young boy. You did not get mini golf. Wanker. Right. So, in June 69, Gacy was denied parole. Good. Um, to prepare for a second scheduled parole hearing in May of 1970, Gacy completed 16 high school courses for which he finally obtained his diploma in November 1969. Good, good for him, I guess. Um, not much else to do. On Christmas Day 1969, Gacy's father, God bless, died from cirrhosis of the liver... When told the news, Gacy collapsed onto the floor sobbing um, mm-hmm. and requested um, for supervised compassionate leave to attend the funeral, which was denied. I, I don't understand he why... He wanted a day out. But he, he says he, he still, you know, loved his father. He wanted his... Approval. He, yeah. I don't think it's... I think he was gutted because his dad died meant that was it. He was never getting the full-on seal yeah. of approval. Because I'm sure... You know, he said that his dad made up to it and he was like, oh, well done, mate, I'm proud of you, or whatever it was, mm. when he married his wife. Um, I'm sure when all this come out, yeah. he wasn't He so now proud. knew he died knowing him as this sexual yeah. offending There was no being prisoner. able to rehabilitate yourself yeah. in his dad's eyes. That's probably more what it was. More of an, yeah, more mm. than actually wanting to say tatty bars to his dad. Yeah. So, Gacy was eventually um, granted parole with 12 months probation on June 18th, 1970, after only serving 18 months of his 10-year sentence. 18 months? 1-8. That's the same time I had me braces on. That is a joke. It's a fucking joke. Oh, do you know what? I'll get it 10 years, but I'm only doing a year and a bit. Someone who knows the US um, legal system, please explain it to us. Because I just... How, how? It's the same. Ten year though, sentence. Wow. You serve fucking ten good years. Good behaviour, innit? I get good behaviour. Knock off a couple, maybe. But nah, knock off a month. Yeah, fine. Yeah, but eighteen months, ten. Like that's. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like it's just. It just doesn't make sense. Like, 
You did some pretty horrific things. Oh, fuck, it would just knock a bit of time. No. Wanker! How did you get away with this? So, conditions of Gacy's probation included that he had to relocate to Chicago to live back with his mother again, who was clearly happy to have him. Strange. Um, uh, And he must observe a 10 p.m. curfew. Um, which I kind of do anyway. That's not a big deal. Yeah, but oh, I don't 10 do p.m. We won't rape someone after 10 p.m. No, of course you won't. Yeah, exactly. I would do it in the day or whenever he has a chance. Yeah. Which, of course, he did. So on his release, JC told a friend and fellow JC Clarence Lame, um, he who picked him up from prison. Um, so Terence um, was absolutely believing JC's story. He believed he was innocent and he would never go back to jail. Um, Gacy said he attended to re-establish himself in the, in the town of Waterloo in Iowa. However, within 24 hours of his release, he went back to Chicago, as he was told to. So he arrived there on June 19th and shortly after um, obtained a job as a short-order cook in a restaurant, going back to his roots. Um, in February 1971, Gacy was charged with sexually assaulting a teenage boy who claimed that he'd lured him into his car at Chicago's Greyhound bus terminal and driven him to his home, where he'd attempted to force the boy into sex, which is just rape. <laughs> force, it, let's just call it what it is. Um, the court dismissed this complaint when the boy failed to appear in court, which obviously the laws have changed now, but clearly this... This wasn't a man, this was a boy. This was a child who was terrified of this assault. Of course, like, if he maybe didn't have access to a lawyer, maybe his parents weren't supportive, do you imagine how terrifying that is? You're a child having to look this man in the eyes and testify in front of a room full of strangers? Scary enough, as, like, some adults find it scary, like, let alone, like, you have those adults that will have the, the blackout mm-hmm. things so you can't see them. Let alone a child. Like, that's got to be... Mm-hmm. It's got to be... Oh, that would be daunting. And they still... Plus, least. it's not something nice to talk about. And you do get scrutinised. There is no... Oh, it'd be really... It'd be all right because I'm a younger... You still get scrutinised. Mm-hmm. Like, that poor get kid would have probably gone through the ringer. Yeah. And... If, if people knew, yeah. And But the case was completely dropped because he didn't appear. Um... And um, on June 22nd, the same year, Gacy was arrested and charged with aggravated sexual battery and reckless conduct. Why are they still allowing him? To me, okay, you can go out after your eight months, whatever. If you then re-offend, nothing. You're straight back in. Mm-hmm. No ifs, no buts, no about it. We'll get to this. So this um, assault um, took place shortly after Gacy had flashed this boy with a sheriff's badge like kind of pretending to be a police officer um again lured him into his car forced him to perform oral sex um and these charges were dropped after the complainant attempted to blackmail gacy which like fair enough um um and the iowa board of parole did not learn of these incidents um and eight months later in october 71 gacy's parole ended the following month all his criminal records were sealed so his future employers anyone wouldn't know about them it was clearly like the courts were not corresponding with each other police departments weren't corresponding with each other so iowa didn't know about chicago chicago didn't know about iowa so his parole why are people not talking (sighs) we could have really like a lot of this stuff like a lot of the murders and stuff might not have happened 
That's why... When you think about it. It's really hard to get away with murder these days. I'm not saying that's a good thing. I mean, no. That is a good... What am I saying? It is good. That's a good thing. Like, DNA. And if I got arrested and charged with something in Thailand, I could probably... They could probably find out about it if I applied for a job at Lidl here. In the nice... It, like, it comes to something where you literally... If you commit any sort of offence in a nightclub anywhere in the UK... Mm. A nightclub will pick it up somewhere yeah. else. Yet yeah, th- these two police departments couldn't talk to say, look, this guy's a wrong yeah. I know, we've had previous. Oh, okay, right, in he goes then. And it, it was hard because, like, they didn't have internet. They didn't have computers. You have phones. Yeah, they have phone. It was clearly just, like, it could have been a case of just, oh, this piece of paper accidentally got filed in the wrong, in the wrong drawer and now these boys were assaulted like it's and it's not acceptable like i understand back in the time and it's old still it's just not acceptable no not at all so um after he got off absolutely scot-free from these incidents um with some financial assistance from his mother gacy was able to buy a house in norwood park township um a part of the metropolitan chicago area Um, That address, which was 8213 West Summerfield Avenue, is where he resided until his arrest in December 1978 and where, according to him, he committed all of his murders. He was, like he was in all the previous towns he lived in, he was active in his local community. His neighbours considered him helpful. He joined clubs. He loaned construction tools. You know, he ploughed snow from people's driveways. Um, between 74 and 78, he hosted annual summer parties it's attended always by the ones hundreds you never of people. Know. It's the pillars of the community. Yeah. If they ever say they're a pillar of the community, they're you a dodge. serial killer. You're dodging. They're a serial killer. I've yet to be proven wrong. I've yet to be proven wrong. If he's a Pisces, and he's a... Pillar of that community. Come on. Come on. P- start peeling up the floorboards right then and there. Come on. Right, I'm getting straight in the garden with me shovel and finding yep. out what's down there. And it's never a mannequin, by the way. People always say, oh, he's on the side of the road. I thought it was a mannequin. It's never a mannequin. It's never a mannequin. Why would there be a mannequin on the side of the road? And also, mannequins don't have, like, nipples and heads. And Some of them do. And my real job, when we had to change them in the window, is really awkward. You just, like, cover the nips. What? I Why do they have nipples? They were really pokey. Perky. Perky. No, pokey. They were, like... That is perky. That's the perk. When you want perky, you want pokey. <laughs> perky and pokey. When it comes to size eight, bitch. <laughs> I hate that. When I look at them, I'm like, fuck. fuck. And then we say that when we were tucking into KFC <laughs> like an hour ago. Yeah, let's shut up. Damn it, why are they so skinny? <laughs> so in August 1971, shortly after Gacy and his mother moved into this new house, um, somehow he became engaged another woman named carol hoff um she was a divorcee with two young daughters i'm assuming how? she knew nothing yeah but how because they're clearly he the fucking police obviously wants the willing yeah why 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 do it again because you you're not it's, it's hence why you've been being crazy mm-hmm. because you've been denying yourself not children but just consenting adult males why not just give that a go? Because he's in denial. Was it illegal back then or was it legal? I, 
it was possibly illegal. I well, think. not that he was bothered I about much else being illegal. Possibly in, in those times, in like the 60s, 70s, I think even consenting sex between two of age consenting males could be considered sodomy, even though it was normal, you know. So, who knows, but... They, um, Gase and Carol were married on the 1st of July, 1972. His fiance and stepdaughters moved into his home shortly after they announced their engagement. And um, Gacy's mother moved out of the house shortly before they moved in to kind of give them some space. Um, by 1975, Gacy actually told his wife that he was bisexual. After the couple had sex on Mother's Day that year, Gacy told his wife... Um, this would be the last time they would ever have sex. Right. Um, happy Mother's Day. Um, he began spending most evenings away from home. He'd only return early in the morning. Um, he would always use an excuse that he was out working late. Um, his wife did observe him bringing young teenage boys into the garage. He f- she found gay pornography in men's wallets and IDs in the house. And when she confronted him about it, He's, he yelled at her. He said it's none of her business. She didn't know anything. And Typical. And she was like, okay, let's, let's not go to the police. I'll just, you know, do whatever. Um, I'll, I'll shut my mouth, I guess. Just, I mean, she, she could have just thought he was having an affair, which obviously you don't really necessarily need to go to police about an affair. I get that, but... <sighs> So many, so many lives may have been saved. So it was following a heated argument about a checkbook in October 75, when I think um, his wife somehow failed to balance a checkbook, which I don't know what that means. Doesn't that mean when a check bounces back? I don't think so. I think, I swear when a balance, a check doesn't balance out, it's because you don't have enough money in the bank as to what you're trying to pay. Okay. I think, I think, don't. don't. Tell us on Instagram. We don't know we're stupid. Um, hey. I'm, hey, what you see? I'm <laughs> stupid and I can't do maths. Talking bears. This is what you're shit. here for. <laughs> maths? Yes. Hey. <laughs> for the listeners, Shannon just threw her hair over her shoulder very dramatically. As I do, as I do. <laughs> Just a very dramatic person. So they had this blowout argument over her not balancing a checkbook. Same girl. I I would have not. I would have been crying. I would have been good. I would have probably smothered. No, I wouldn't have smothered you. But I I think if someone was like, you have no. Oi. Oi. Not my fault. No money in the bank. You get your fighting hands out. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Just like that. So, um, after this fight, um, Carol asked her husband to file for divorce. <sighs> I didn't last long. I really didn't. Um, so Gacy agreed to the request. He didn't really argue. Um, Carol stayed in the house for a little while. She was finding herself, um, another place to live. And they eventually got divorced upon the grounds of Gacy's infidelity with women, actually, which I don't think was the case, but maybe it could have gone another way if he said with with men he could have been i don't know convicted again who knows it was the 70s um so in 1971 gacy established a kind of his own company a part-time construction business which he called pdm contractors which stood for painting decorating and maintenance 
with the approval of his probation officer, which was clearly doing fuck all during this time because he was able to get away with so much shit. You are the shittest probation officer. Like, shame on you. Shame on you. So he was running this kind of part-time construction business. He was working as a cook as well. Um, He just kind of just did kind of odd bits and bobs in terms of construction. Um, But he did quit the job in 73, um, quit his cooking job in 73 to work fully full-time on his construction business. Gacy also um, got a membership in a fucking another club. Oh, not the JCs. Not the JCs. Crisis averted, guys, it's not the JCs. However, it really doesn't sound that much better. It's called the Moose Club, right? Um, Which is a kind of, from what I understood about researching it, it's a kind of non-college-based frat um, where... At least until the 1970s, membership was restricted to white men of quote unquote sound mind and body in good standing in the community. And they clearly picked engaged the wrong in lawful business who were able to speak and write in the English language. That's so racist. <laughs> Honestly, like, how can you? Ha- oh, mate, can you imagine if someone did that now? Only it's called the you KKK. Can, if you can only write in the English language and speak in the English language when you're a white male from a good background, then please apply. No, fuck off. UKIP's headquarters. Nobody nobody would apply. No. So around this time as well, Gacy became aware of a Jolly Joker clown club. He's fucking... He's bouncing from one thing to the next. He's getting juiced over all these clubs, isn't he? I mean, he's <gasps> so much he extracurriculars... He's that kid at school that literally no one liked because they were like, mummy, mummy, take me here. And mummy's like, fuck off with your shit tons of stuff to do. Oh, I used to go to clubs, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Love a club, love I a did club. hockey like twice. Love a club. <laughs> but calm down. Really? Get a life. Go, I don't know, wakeboarding or something. I don't, I don't know, just do something fun, not let's go be a clown and let's take part in the moose club oh god so these clowns at this jolly joker clown club they would often jolly kind of joker clown club. they would um dress up as clowns they would entertain hospitalized children which at it at its heart is kind it's of it's nice kind, but kind when you sweet. think about what he's been doing yeah ulterior so, motive i say he made up two of his own characters called pogo the clown and patches the clown he, he described Pogo as a happy clown um, and Patches as a more, a more serious character. More serious character. Oh, you're so serious. Um, he performed both Pogo and Patches at kind of local parties, at political fundraisers, charities, children's hospitals, at his own like, little barbecues. Um, he'd remain in his clown outfit after the performance. He'd drink at bars in this outfit um, and eventually... Um, in the media, he became known as the killer clown after his murders had surfaced. Okay, now we'll have a, another look back at um, his his construction company's PDM. Um, that company's workforce, unfortunately, consisted mainly of high school students and young men. Of course, of course, of course they were. Because why not? Why not make a place where you can literally prey on them right there? Mm-hmm. Gacy would often proposition his employees for sex or insist on sexual favours in return for things such as, like, lending them his car, um, financial assistance, promotions. Um, 
he claimed to own guns. I'm not sure if we know if he definitely owned guns, but he would like taunt his employees by saying, um, do you know how easy it would be to get one of my guns and kill you and how easy it would be to get rid of the body? Um, and they were just like, <laughs> oh, John, you're so funny. Oh, Mr. Clown Man, bunch of jokes. No, you're so humorous. Um, to be honest, when you look at him, don't look like he'd kill someone. Rape, yeah. <laughs> but kill, nah. Mm. So in 1973, Gacy and a teenage employee traveled to Florida for some fucking reason to view a property Gacy had purchased. And on the first night in Florida, Gacy raped him in their hotel room. Um, Upon returning to Chicago, this boy went to Gacy's house and beat him in the backyard. Good for him. Gacy just told his wife that he'd been attacked for refusing to pay for his poor quality work. Just bullshit. Um, In May 1975, Gacy hired 15-year-old Anthony Anatucci. In July 75, Gacy went to Anatucci's home. Um, The two drank a bottle of wine. They watched, again, a heterosexual stag film, just say porn. (sighs) Why are they obsessed? Before Gacy wrestled Anatucci to the floor and cuffed his hands behind his back. One cuff was loose and Antonucci freed his arm while Gacy was out of the room. When Gacy returned, um, the high school wrestler conveniently pounced on him. He wrestled Gacy to the floor. He managed to get a hold of the handcuff key and he cuffed Gacy's hands behind his back. At first, Gacy threatened him. Um, then somehow calmed down and promised to leave if he'd remove the handcuffs. Antonucci agreed, and Gacy left. He later recalled that Gacy told him, not only are you the only one to get out of the cuffs, you got them on me. Just And and this guy, I don't know if he told police. We, I don't have As much as I love, love a handcuff. Um, it's probably not something you want to hear when you're in them. Is, oh, not only did you get out, you got me in them. <laughs> Who else had been in your handcuffs? Quite a few people we will get to. Um, so on July 26th, 1976, Gacy picked up 18-year-old David Cram as he hitchhiked on Elston Avenue. Gacy offered him a job with his construction business, PDM, and he began work on the same evening. On August 21st, Cram moved into Gacy's house. Alarm bells. The next day, he he and Gacy had several drinks to celebrate Cram's 19th birthday with with Gacy dressed dressed as Pogo. No, not the clowns. Yes. Not the clowns. Not the clowns. He's 19, you motherfucker. One, what? It's like when you, like, when you're seeing or sleeping with someone and they're like, dress up as a maid. And you're like, No. (laughs) Why would you be like, yeah, dress up as a sexy clown? Oh, <laughs> no, really? Can you imagine that? Oh, it's Pogo. Oh, stop. <laughs> um, so he dressed up as Pogo. Um, Gacy conned Cram into wearing these handcuffs. I don't know what sweet talk he was trying to use there, but it worked. Um, his wrists were cuffed in front of his body rather than behind. Um, Gacy swung Cram around while holding the chain, linking the cuffs, and then said he intended to rape him. Cram kicked Gacy in the face and was able to free himself from the handcuffs. A month later, 
Gacy appeared at Cram's bedroom door. He was still living with He's him. still living. What? Nah, I'm sorry. If someone's like, I'm going to rape you. I'm like, do you know what? I'd rather live on the streets and bounce. I mean, he was, I think he was hitchhiking. So he obviously didn't live in the area, but come on, man. There's got to be homeless shelters. There's hospitals. I would rather sleep outside of McDonald's. Yeah. And you ain't getting that grease smell out of your hair. Bless you, Dave. So a month later, he appeared at um, Cram's bedroom door, again saying he intended to rape him, saying, Dave, you really don't know who I am. Maybe it'll be good if you give me what I want. Cram resisted, straddling Gacy, who left the bedroom, stating, you ain't no fun. Cram moved out on October 5th and left the construction company, although he did periodically work for Gacy over the following two years. So even after these two incidents, he still kind of worked there on and off. Maybe he thought it was kind of like a joke or... I swung one by handcuffs and told you I'm going to rape you. I I I don't know. There's a joke and then there's... And there's that. That's not. That's not. You don't joke about things like that. Mm. So shortly after Cram moved out of Gacy's house, another employee, eighteen-year-old Michael Rossi, moved in. Um, Rossi had been working for the construction company since May '76 and lived with Gacy until April '77. Why are all of these people living with him? I don't. Is this know. like a half warehouse? Or what's going on here? <laughs> Rossi sometimes said that he assisted Gacy in clowning at grand openings of businesses. I don't, don't get into the believe comments. we have information of um, Gacy assaulting Rossi in here. Oh, although it's, it might it's, have been consensual. How old is this guy? Uh, 18. Oh, maybe not then. Oh. We know what he looks like. Come on. Um, it just may not have been reported. We, we don't know. You, um, if he's 18, then maybe, maybe he was actually homosexual himself but maybe he wanted maybe maybe that was the only consenting partner he had who knows so Gacy um, eventually entered into the local democratic party Um, he loves politics he really does he initially offered um, use of his employees to clean party headquarters at no charge he kind of be like oh yeah it's my company employees go and clean this place for no money yeah he was rewarded for community service. Even though he's not the one that did it. Exactly. Um, he eventually um, earned the title of precinct captain um, of the Democratic Party in his um, Norwood Park township. Gacy even met with First Lady Rosalind Carter, wife of 39th President Jimmy Carter. He was able to meet her through being appointed director of the Chicago's annual Polish Constitution Day Parade. He wants to look good to the public. Such a shady motherfucker. He's absolutely just two lives He's completely. Just so sh- he should have been a Gemini. On my mind. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> Gacy's first known murder, that we're aware of, occurred on January third, nineteen seventy-two. According to his later accounts, um, after a family party. On the evening of January 2nd, he decided to drive to a civic centre to view a display of ice sculptures in the early hours of the morning, like a fucking psychopath. Um, he then lured a 16-year-old named Timothy Jack McCoy from, again, the Greyhound bus station terminal, like the same area. He assaulted this is just another like boy. His, this is his larkin area. Yeah. This is definitely where he um, prays. Yeah. 
McCoy was traveling um, from Michigan to Nebraska, um, and Gacy took McCoy on a sightseeing tour of Chicago, like a kindly older man, and then drove him home with the promise that he could spend the night and then drive in this back to the station in the morning to catch his bus. Um, prior to McCoy's identification, he was actually known as the Greyhound Bus Boy. Gacy claimed he woke early um, on January 3rd to find McCoy standing in his bedroom doorway with a kitchen knife. He then jumped... he raped him? No. Well, we don't... He's dead. We don't know. Um, Gacy jumped from his bed and McCoy raised both arms in a gesture of surrender, tilting the knife upwards and accidentally cutting Gacy's forearm. Sure. Gacy twisted the knife from McCoy's wrist, banged his head on the bedroom wall and kicked him against his wardrobe and walked towards him. McCoy kicked Gacy in the stomach, doubling him over. They wrestled to the floor and then Gacy stabbed him repeatedly in the chest. As McCoy lay dying, Gacy claimed he went off to the bathroom, washed the knife, then went to the kitchen and saw an open carton of eggs and some bacon on the kitchen table. McCoy had also set the table for two. He walked into Gacy's room to wake him for this breakfast he made while absentmindedly carrying the kitchen knife. So Gacy, I guess, assumed he was going to get stabbed when this kid was just making him breakfast like a sweetie. And then he murdered him. So Gacy buried McCoy in the cruel space of his home and later covered his grave with a layer of concrete. He said that after killing McCoy, he felt completely drained. And um, as he listened to the gurglings and gasping for air, um, he experienced a mind-numbing orgasm and added, that's when I realised that death was the ultimate thrill. What a nice guy. Yeah. Ha! This guy's just like, yeah, I'm just going to make you some bacon. He's coming in like, how do you like your eggs? And this bitch like, fucking die. And it's like, how do you fucking poor soul just was like I'll make him a nice breakfast I don't know if you've ever had it when you woke up and you're like sure I'll cook him some brekkie like I'll be nice I'm wifey material and then he's like psycho killer on the loose like fucking hell crazy so Gacy himself said the second time he committed murder was around January 74 this victim still remains unidentified Gacy said he strangled him and then placed his body in his wardrobe before he got buried Um, he said that bodily fluids kept leaking from the victim's mouth and nose can you imagine staining his poor carpet one you literally worked in a mortuary how do you not know about this yeah right and also like would you go oh what am I going to wear today to (laughs) all the Hawaiian shirt the good white Christmas shirt. The smell of decomposition. Or should really I go for the outfit. skin? Yeah. Somebody's skin. Or a bit of human bodily fluid. Like, no. Yeah. Oh, let's choose what I'm having. Mm-hmm. Just not. Why the wardrobe? Yeah. There are so many. I'll put you in the bath. I'd put you in the bath. Mm-hmm. That's what dry shampoo was made for. I'd put you in the bath. <laughs> not the wardrobe. So, of course, I mean, the, think of the carpet, the, the poor carpet. So, Gacy, wasn't white. <laughs> being a genius, um, stuffed cloth rags, socks, and the victim's own underwear into the mouths of his subsequent victims in order to prevent this leakage from happening. 
Or just don't kill anyone. Or maybe just don't kill them. That's yeah. also an option, John. Or just, I don't know, like, bury them straight away. Yeah. What were you doing with them for so long? Yeah. <laughs> God knows. On July 31st, 1975, another one of Gacy's employees of his construction business, John Butkovich, an 18-year-old, disappeared. The car was found parked nearby and his jacket and wallet were still inside and his keys in the ignition, which is Suspicious. really haunting. Um, the day before his disappearance, Butkovich had confronted Gacy over two, two weeks' worth of out- outstanding back pay, which... I'd be pretty pissed Don't about that. Give me my money. Um, That's like almost half a month's wage. Yeah. That is a f- half a month's wage. Mm-hmm. Bukovic's father, who was a Yugoslavian immigrant, called Gacy um, asking um, about his son. And Gacy said he was happy to help search, but he believed he'd run away. When questioned by police, Gacy said Bukovic and two friends arrived at his house uh, demanding the overdue pay but they'd reached a compromise and they all left. Over the following three years, Bukovic's parents called police more than a hundred times, urging them to investigate Gacy further. Gacy later admitted to encountering Bukovic exiting his car at the corner of West Lawrence Avenue, waving to get his attention. According to Gacy, Bukovic approached his car stating, I want to talk to you. Probably about the money. Gacy invited Butkovich to his car, then invited him back to his home, believing to settle the, the dispute about the money. At his home, Gacy offered him a drink, conned him in allowing his wrists he to be really cuffed behind his back. He really is liking the alcohol thing. Like, it's, like it, it, his gateway it, in, isn't it, it? It dulls the senses, it makes you less perceptive. But he's always plying them. Yeah. Gacy confessed to sat, having sat on the kid's chest for a while before he strangled him. I'm just going to parch my fat ass on your chest. Ugh. Oh, pleasurable. Thanks, darling. He stowed the body in the garage, intending to bury it later in his crawl space. But when his wife and stepdaughters returned earlier than expected, Gacy buried Bukovic's body under the concrete floor of the garage in an empty space where he'd initially intended to dig up, dig up a drain tile. Oh, shit, they're home early. Fucking toss her in the back. Nice. Like that, it's bad enough that you kill them. Yeah. Like, it is bad enough that you kill them. But you're not even giving... Like, I get if you're a murderer, you don't really care that much. But you're not even giving them a nice resting place. Like, no. You're not even digging them a grave. At, nice at this grave point, or... his house is essentially just built it on... It is one big The graveyard. foundations of this house is just bodies. Somebody's going to be like, oh, you grow- oh, you- how's your roses growing so nice, mate? Oh, the decomposing bodies underneath. The grass is greener on top of graveyards. It's true. It's I had a picnic of... in a graveyard once. That, that's weird. For a school trip. It was a bit weird. That is really weird. It was kind of relaxing. Where are we though? going today, kids? There were only six of us in our history class and we went in our teacher's car. That's also really weird. She was creepy. Um, yeah, that <coughs> graveyard kind of says so. Pretty trees, though. Rhododendrons. The, well, it's a flower. Okay. Obviously really likes their bonnets. They're purple. Very nice in the spring. So um, is lavender. Yeah. <laughs> no, lavender gives me headaches. But um, what I'm, gives you headaches? I'm delicate. 
but that is going to be me for this case. I think that's our kind of halfway point um, for Shannon to take up next week. Next week, you will be tuning in to listen to me give more details on the murders, uh, wrap it up with the trials and the confessions, and then we'll have a little debrief, as we usually do, um, mm-hmm. on, on how we feel after discussing that. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll catch you next week, guys. Thank um, you so hope you've enjoyed it so far. Um, please keep tuned next time to hear the end. And remember, be kind. Be kind. Be treated with the kindness that you'd like to be treated with. Don't get into strangers' cars. And if ever. it's a clown, run. Run. I don't care if it's nice, carry on. <laughs> if he's a pillar of the community, he's a serial if killer. If he's a Pisces, stay clear. If he's a pillar, he's a killer. <laughs> we need that on a t-shirt. I gotta go. <laughs> See you next <laughs> week. Bye.